I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to the Junk Time AFL podcast. Round 1, 2019, we're coming to you from Wayne Jackson Studios. My name is Michael Chamberlain, and joining me is a man who is bitterly disappointed he wasn't in the box with Matt Damon and Chris Hemsworth. It's Adam Rosenbachs. G'day, Michael. How are you? It's, it's round one. We're pumped. The, the men's footy is back for the season. Carlton are doing what they do, but I... So Chris Hemsworth and uh-huh. Matt Damon, right? They get some special treatment at Marvel Stadium. Of course, he plays Thor. So, of course, it just worked out well. He's a doggies fan. He was there to the, see the, his... The synergy team. was perfect. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they were in the in the box with Gil McLaughlin. They were. And a few of their mates. Uh, there was one stage where Gil was explaining something to Matt Damon. There was. There was a story, uh, I think it was on the coverage last night, they talked about how Gil was not actually in the building. And then he found out that old Damo and Hemo were Is there. Is that right? And so he went put on the put on the suit. And Made a beeline. And popped into town. Yeah. Oh, that's fucking... What you got a on the 90, What a wanker. He got just on the 96 for, tram. Wanted it for the Instagram story, didn't he? But I'm disappointed, right? I was at the game last night. Uh-huh. I was in a box with um, some uh, other famous Hollywood stars. Hollywood royalty? Hollywood royalty. But um, see, in my box was uh, Harvey Weinstein. Okay. Kevin Spacey was in there. Really? Yep. And Louis C.K. Wow, what a trio. Yeah. Uh, Louis C.K. had to duck out for a little bit. Uh-huh. He, he went to chat to some of the staff or something. I don't know what he was doing back there. Um, and Kevin Spacey uh, lay on me for a little bit. But uh-huh. um, it was all a bit much. I just, I was surprised you weren't, you weren't on the coverage more, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, exactly. It weren't more cutaways. I, they, I suppose there are a few cutaways that I probably couldn't show. Yeah. That's three big wigs from Hollywood, my friend. <laughs> yeah, and they, you know what? That was surprisingly easy to get there. <laughs> they were like, really? You want us to come? I'm like, mate. Tell me, have you done anything wrong? You're fine. Because <laughs> I, I don't read a lot of the news, so I just thought, you know, I've got some of the big hitters in my box. Yeah, yeah. You're looking to push uh, push the CV Roisy yeah. over to them. Into Hollywood. I thought, who bigger than, than halves? Yep. So we went down to, uh, and saw a fantastic match. I'll tell you, it was, a, it was a good game, that one. Yeah, it wasn't a bad one, actually. Uh, uh, so Western Bulldogs beat the, beat the Swannies by 17 points. A tipster's nightmare for round one, Adam. Aren't they always, though? Like... Doesn't that happen pretty regularly that, you know, you go in there and you think, oh, yeah, you know, you've got your JLT favourites, your yep. teams have played well, yep. and then they just fucking fall apart. We'll get into the results, but what what could you safely say has been an upset? So, Carlton defeat, oh, lost to Richmond. Yep. Not an upset. No. Uh, Cats beat Pies. Upset? I guess maybe, yeah, yeah because... But they're still know, two top teams, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, exactly. So, that, that could have gone either way. Probably the biggest one is Port Adelaide beating Melbourne. Port Adelaide, Melbourne. No one saw that coming, mate. I don't think so, No. Um, your mate Jack had a very emotional interview after the game. He was very, he was deeply troubled by. He said he'd had a tough few months. Talking to the big hairy cat. Now, what what did he get up to? What happened over the last few months that we can um, point put a finger on? Yeah, because it looked like he was having a lot of fun, <laughs> <laughs> and he said he didn't want to get out of bed. I reckon it's just because he was tired. He's too much partying. Hungover. Yeah, <laughs> he was, you know, um, having people come over at three in the morning. That's not good for your sleep, Jack. But he did. <laughs> Yeah, and also there's a lot of stress because you've got to keep other people hidden from those people coming over. That Yeah, that that lifestyle that he was leading, no wonder yeah. he 
didn't want to get out of bed. He was knackered. There's a lot to remember. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, who have I told this to? Who's coming over? <laughs> Who's at the front door? What am I texted? What's my password? Why did <laughs> Why do they know it? So yeah, it, it was a uh, it was a pretty amazing pretty amazing win for Port Adelaide. Um, Hawthorne beat Adelaide. I actually tipped that one. Did you? Yeah. Good work. Well, Hawthorne, you know, were a top four side last year, and Adelaide were fucking terrible. Oh. And then they did what they did. And then. Dogs and Swans. And then the big one, probably the biggest one of all, actually, Lions over the Eagles. That was incredible. I checked the scores. I did a gig last night at the basement in at the Euro in the city. And I think it, I went on stage just about quarter time. And by the time you got booed off. Yeah. There were five goals down when I went out there. Yep. And then by the time the boos came, yep. um, the Lions had taken the lead and they absolutely fucking flogged them. They really did nearly 50-point win. Yeah. Quite incredible. And then the Saints... Very, very nearly embarrassed themselves. Well, I mean, everyone talked about that being the shit game of the week, but actually it turned out, if you look at the scores, the most, you know, the, the closest. I did see a lot of it. There was a, quite a few clangers. But I think, yep. again, you get that in round one, you know. Players, they're just, they're not fine-tuned, you know. They're no, just got to they like get they've themselves never kicked it. a ball before. Yeah, exactly. Even they though they've spent seven months kicking a ball. <laughs> they forget. They just completely <laughs> forget. And as we record this, the Giants have just flogged uh, Essendon. Down at Giants Stadium. Yes, the newly named Giant Stadium. I quite like that. I quite like the fact that they have their own name on their own stadium now. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So, th- is it not monetized? How how does that happen? Because from my understanding, the yeah, yeah, they they would have the rights uh, to who was it? No, Spotless. Spotless yeah. Stadium. Yes. Yeah. They say a few wealthy benefactors have come to the cause. Hang on. Yeah. Really? So they've. I don't quite know who these were. I mean, their number one ticket holder, I believe, which may still be, is Mel Doyle. So maybe Mel Dawes opened up the checkbook. She's got Sunday night money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah, or and also you... like the idea that people still have a checkbook. Do you have a checkbook? Absolutely not. My no. dad still does, though. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. gotcha. I've, I've never even for the last five, ten years, I can't remember any time in a shop where someone's pulled out the checkbook. What about the hairy checkbook? Okay. <laughs> okay. You knew where I was going there, oh, mate. God. <laughs> um, but yes, Giants. But I think maybe you you look at Western Sydney, maybe there's like some Lebanese crime gangs that have gotten in there. Oh, okay. And they've gone, mate, we'll fucking give you, we'll give you this half a million dollars if you can funnel it back through <laughs> and then we get it clean on the other side and you can call a stadium whatever you like. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, Ask I wonder. fucking questions. I do wonder who those worthy benefactors are. Mm. Um, anyway. But if we go back to Marvel's, uh, Marvel's Surface, uh, Marvel Stadium, the surface has already come under fire. How, how, do you, how do you get that wrong? Like, I know, I know cricket is very demanding on the outsides of the ground, mm-hmm. but it was just been, it's been chopped up really badly. Like, uh, Gold Coast and St Kilda today, there were huge chunks coming out of the ground. How do you fuck it up? We're back to the old days of Colonial Stadium, mate. Well, we are. Like, that was about 20 years ago, wasn't it, when it initially came about? Yeah, actually. You're right. Fuck, that's been open a long time. Yeah, yeah. No, it was a generation. It was, it was 2000, yeah. There were little kids. Jack Higgins was born in the year before uh, Marvel Stadium opened. So he just assumes that that stadium's always, always been, been there. there. Yeah. <laughs> um, but also the idea that uh, was there a big concert or something? Because remember a few years ago, wasn't oh, it ACDC fucked yes, up the I ground? Yes, I think so. Yeah. Actually, did, we, did Eminem play at he Marvel? He played at MCG. Oh, okay. Hmm. Makes sense. Yeah, was there a Bon Jovi or something over the summer? Oh no, they were they were MCG as well. But see, they played cricket there. I mean, it's been why is it falling apart? Yeah, you know who I blame who? Ralph the Roof. But he he's, he was open today. Ralphie's doing all he can. He's trying. But he's, he's trying not to get trying much. enough. He's yeah. not open enough. He's trying to get as much sunshine as he can. It's it's that it's that one that one wing that gets no sun. So yeah, when they sure. designed it, they went, you sure it's going to be, you sure it's going to get sunlight? They're like, yeah, mate, don't worry. Yeah, be fine. We went down to Bunnings. We asked, the dude at Bunnings said, mate, this grass will grow anywhere. 
But you do look at the uh, divots. There's a lot of sand very quickly. Like there's not much dirt. Yeah. Have you noticed that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What? Uh, yeah, again, you know, not being a... Uh, horticulturalist? Yes. Or ex-horticulturalist. I got out of it. I've got like, I've got some stuff growing in my roof space. <laughs> but I don't know about that. But I, why is there so much sand? I and, don't quite know. And they have issues because there's a car park underneath, don't they? Oh, they can't go... They can't, you know, get the roots down further, further, further. I think so. And I think it makes it really hard. But also... Did you not know that? I feel really bad for the people who've designed the stadium going, you know, the thing where you needed a field? Yeah. You fucked that totally. They have completely fucked it. Yeah, someone should be car held, park. Someone should be held accountable, shouldn't they? Did they go, we need car park or field? Which one do we Which one's rate higher? Yeah. Well, we'll get more money from the car park, I suppose. Get more money from that. You've but, got your Channel 7 studios underneath. Yeah. So, they, they, you know, they've, they've thought about that. And also, that would, um, a colonial, uh, sorry, colonial, it's been, been, it's been a while. years now. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, you know when the Bears were playing, yep. they would. Uh, they've got you know Channel Seven and uh, the AFL yes. offices there now yep. too, so they'd be using that car park as well. Yeah. So you know, do you want do you want a, a perfectly, you know, perfect field, or do you want a nice spot for Gil to just you know wheel the four wheel drive in? Or maybe yeah, it's the the car park was designed so AFL staff could go out there, go onto the field. Have sex on the field, <laughs> yeah, okay. and then go back to work. Yeah, it's comfortable. Sand, yeah, exactly. Soft. Yeah, sand is lovely. Yeah, soft. how romantic is sand? <laughs> yeah, it's like by the beach, but yeah, you know, there's nothing in, like cr- in, crunchy sex. Yeah, sure. So you know, let us. <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> but oh, you do okay. So the Saints got up today. They won by a point, um, but they, they're going to be without Dan Hanbury for a uh, a few, quite a few weeks. He needs to be rebuilt. Adam. Rebuilt. He needs to be rebuilt. That's so, what Richo was saying. So he's experiencing, when he runs, he's experiencing pain in his legs. Yep, calves and hamstrings. Yeah, so his legs, his whole legs. So so what St Kilda didn't do was they didn't look at anything that's happened since the 2016 Grand Final. Uh-uh. So they must have watched 2012 and gone, fuck that, Hanbury's a good player. He's flying, isn't he? <laughs> Mate, look at him go. He's won them a Grand Final and he's only in his second year. He's a really good player. Hey, should we look up uh, any other footage? Should get on YouTube maybe and check out a few other highlights? No, there's no need. I've, I've, I've already done my due diligence. Call? I've watched the 2012 Grand <laughs> look, Final. Look, you know, internet doesn't come for free. You know, why waste it all on yeah, you know, that's future clips? Yeah. Um, how do you... How do you rebuild a man? Like, what do you what do you teach him? What yeah, do they sure. do to him? Uh, that's a good question because they said they they he's been playing unfit for yes. a long time. Yeah, and so now it's taken its toll. And so what they thought they'd do was sign him for a five year contract to make absolutely sure, make sure they can really see the process through. Well, that's the thing. If you do need, they've got time to rebuild. They can take their time because at Downers and Kilda, there's nothing but time. Well, if you don't get him right until his fifth season. Imagine that. Imagine how Hannah good, be running how, around in 2024. How good would you look? Yeah. Like, oh, mate, we timed it to perfection. <laughs> we've got a 33-year-old Dan Hannaby ready to go. Says he's gone out and played without great prep. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's been able to do that for a long, a fair while. He's so are real... saying that basically he's been injured and hasn't been able to do put the loads into his body, but yes. he's still been able to play. Yes. He's a real warrior. Yep. I reckon it's caught up with him. That's what Richo said. Um, but they think, I think they're still talking about round four, round five. Kind of return, like it's nothing ridiculous. Yeah, like and then and then another eight weeks for when he does his hamstring. Yeah, 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 sure, sure. Because <laughs> you know yeah. his legs don't work. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, it's been a big um, summer for um, Hannes, hasn't it? Been part of the leadership group. Oh, absolutely. Why wouldn't you want him in there? You go, the guy, the guy can't. Uh, his legs hurt, but you get him in there for his leadership. He's been such a great leader. Hey, uh, you were on the coverage on um, Thursday night. Thank you. Uh, there was a bit of a shot of you in the crowd. Yes. Can we describe the, at, where you were? At Carlton Richmond. So I went to a, uh, a function. Hey. 
And we were in the southern stand and I was sitting alongside, I think it was Andy Ma, then one of his mates, then Sam Pang, and then Mick Malloy was in front of us. Yeah, it was the front bar crew. So what function did you go to? I don't even know what it was for. Uh-huh. We, uh, Mick invited me, but it wasn't like an AFL function. But oh, it really? was, it was uh, Bianca Chatfield was um, hosting it. Who's Bianca Chatfield? So former netballer and she, won the, oh, she was on the block. Ah, I gotcha. And we got a uh, Jay Schultz. Came in really for the interview. Yeah, that's uh, that's how fucking low rent. Is. Really, yeah, yeah. And he put in no fucking effort. Uh huh. So he came in and he was just like in a t-shirt and like cargo pants. Sure, sure. So he put in zero fucking effort. Uh huh. And then he's you were dolled up. You're in your top and tails. I wasn't in top and tails. I took my hat off, obviously for the for the shot. That's implied. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he was. Fucking boring Really? Yeah So they must have gone We can't get anyone And they're like What's Jay Schultz up to? And they're like Who's Jay Schultz? It is funny to kind of reach for him Like no offence to Jay But like it's funny though Of all the people Particularly in Melbourne Yes That you go and you pick that that guy Yeah Well yeah. I, I guess maybe Because he's got the connection to Richmond Or maybe there was a Maybe he had a connection to the function That you don't know about or Maybe he was working out the back Maybe he <laughs> And so Jay Schultz now has a um, a, a Kicking academy Oh, really? Yeah. Because, you know, when you think of Jay Schultz, you think, great kick. Pinpoint. Yeah. What, what kind of, like, just kicking, like NFL kicking or? No, no, AFL. <laughs> so he has, um, you know, uh, boys and girls coming along to this academy. And I think he just concentrates on kicking. I sort of was drifting off and trying to get a waiter's attention so I could drink myself into oblivion and not listen to Jay Schultz. Uh-huh. But, uh, yeah, he's, he's, he's going places, man. It's a very unique uh, academy to build, isn't it? A kicking one? A kicking academy. Well, I think it's a good idea. Like, I mean, should we create like a shake and bake academy or something? Oh, a foot candy academy. Foot candy academy. That's not a bad I idea. Mean, does that does that part of Jay's thing though? You know, he he does long kicking. He does you know short kicking. Yep. Does foot candy. Round the bodies. Yeah. Check sides. Yeah. Um, snapping. Here we go. The kicking academy. Look, look it up. It's an elite kicking training program. Yeah, and so obviously you know. I know it was the first time that I'd heard of it, but I imagine the greater population of Australia would be well aware of it. Oh, yeah, for sure, for yeah. sure. So what have we got there? Well, it says uh, you can't kick, can't play. It is the reality of football that kicking is the most important aspect of the modern game. The modern game, Adam. Mm-hmm. Testimonials, let's have a look. Well, so he's right there. If you can't kick, he's nailed that on the head. Like he, I, I can't believe he's not a coach. He's picked apart our great game. And said, if you can't kick, you can't play. He really has, yeah. He's, Jay, Jay Schultz was well known for his excellent kicking skills, both on goal and on the ground. He actually was a very good kick for goal. Being labelled the sharpshooter. Oh, he's that's... pumping the, himself see, that, up here on the website, Jay. That's how I know him. I, I forgot his name yeah, was Jay they, Schultz. Did, did Bianca say that? Did yeah, he say, yeah, please uh, welcome on stage, the, the sharpshooter. Sharp and everyone went, like, oh, oh, Jay, Jay Schultz. Schultz. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Here, quote, I believe everyone can improve their kicking with the right one-on-one coaching and mm-hmm. guidance. Mm-hmm. I believe my theories and drills can achieve this. What sort of drills do you reckon he has? Let's find out. It says, meet the coaches, Jay Schultz and Mitch Brown from Eagles. Played in the Eagles uh, 95 games over 10 years. Okay. Another, another the sharpshooter <laughs> too, they call him. I mean, it's a shame Mitch wasn't available as well to talk, talk about the, the journey that he went on. Yeah, he was probably in another function. Uh, testimonials. Uh, my 14-year-old son was is currently having one-on-one kicking with coaching with Jay. Uh, he has shown him a number of concepts, re his kicking technique, that which he okay. No, that's not bad <laughs> rating. Like this is like all over the shop. That which he would not have been exposed to in his regular club training. 
Okay, so they've, they've shipped off a kid to get okay. a bit more extra coaching. He says in a short period of time, he's added distance to his overall kicking and also strengthened his non-preferred side. Oh, there we go. Uh, oh, here we go. It's nice. He mm. also takes time to chat to understand and build confidence in his players. Mascani is looking forward to this season. I have no hesitation in recommending Jay. Well, that's very nice. Thank yeah. you, Jason. How much is uh, how much uh, how much do you reckon he makes out of this? Yeah. Okay. So it says book now. Be part of the academy. You get a book now, but kind of. Um, yeah. So it's all very vague with the uh, booking sessions coming soon. Contact us below in the meantime for more information. Wait a second. I want a book. I want a book now. Yeah. I click book now. That means I want a book now. Yeah. I don't want to send you an email and have you you know have to find time for this sort of shit, Jay Schultz. I mean, if it's winter, like it's the fucking football season. Yeah, well, it's not winter, but I don't want to be training. Like, I don't want to be training now. Like, surely I should be practicing my kicking now and learning about kicking now. Well, shouldn't I have learned it over the summer? Shouldn't I be, you know, Christmas Day? What are you doing? Oh, I'm sorry, can't make it. I'm out with Jay Schultz. Jay Schultz. <laughs> We're just kicking out of the park. Anyway, he was exceptionally dull. Oh, okay, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. So I and just a very, very surprising guest. But Carlton, we uh, we were we were gallant in the second and third quarters. You know what I didn't like though. Brendan Bolton came out after the match and he said, "I know this sounds a bit mushy, but I love the boys. I love my players." Really? And you kind of go, "It's it's fine to love them, but we just fucking lost by five goals, you dickhead." Yeah. But you were kind of down for a bit, and then you came back. Well, did you have a bit of hope that it was going to happen on the big stage? Did actually. When Nick Newman kicked the goal to bring us within two goals, I actually thought we are on here. If we had got the next one, it would have been properly on. But then Game Richmond, on. Richmond steady. They're, they're very. Uh, you can just see the experience come to the fore. Hey, tell us about um, Sam Walsh. How'd he go? He did okay. He's he's gonna be he's gonna be a good kid. I watched um, Jack Lacocious running around for Gold Coast today, and he was, I think, because he's a bigger fella and it mm-hmm. takes him longer. He wasn't as good. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, Walsh Walsh was very good. I think he is the greatest player the Carlton's ever. Had. You kind of get a bit of that vibe now, don't you, though? Like, he is like the, the golden child. Well, the one thing is that... Um, and finally, after like seven round one... Like, you know, first <laughs> yes, picks. yes, Matthew Cruz and uh, Gibbsy gone. <laughs> Mark Murphy, yeah. Um, he's actually... Um, you can rely on him. Yep. Whereas, you know, a lot of uh, first-year players, you kind of go, they drift in and out of form and stuff, but he, you know, he's, he's, he's all right. Oh, that's exciting. So, what about the punch-on? Post-game punch-on. That was a full-on punch-on, actually. Now, we love a punch-on on, the, um, yeah. on this uh, show. But that it was one pretty crazed, wasn't it? It was a bit too real. And it went for, like, 50 seconds. Where was security the whole time? I have no fucking idea. Yeah. Like, because they're everywhere when you walk around the game. Yeah. I mean, perhaps they detected metal in someone's pocket. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And so they just went into full, you know, full lockdown. Got to show they, little, that little waiver thing they have. Yeah, yeah, and they did, they actually discovered something in someone's pocket and just went, oh, fuck, we've got to deal with this. We can't deal with fights. But it seemed to be a fight going on for a long, long time before any hint of security showed up. Yeah, and usually, like, uh, there's cops everywhere at the footy. Yeah, yeah, and particularly down at, like, the cheer squad kind of area. Yes. Like, they seem to be behind the goals. Yeah. Um, you know what footage we need. Mm, to- I know, I know. Um Behind the goals would be fucking great to watch that. Yeah, sure. But I hope that guy goes away. I hope they all go away. Well, he came back too. He left because the, the disagreement happened during the game uh-huh. and then he, he fucked off. Yeah, sure. And then he came back all angry to, to you know, mm. relight the fire. Well, I hope they throw the book at him, Adam. Well, they, they'll just ban him, won't they? I think I he got a so. $300, $400 fine, something like that. Immediately? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. 
But the cops, the cops find him. Really? Yeah. So it's just like 300, 400, just if I wanted to whack your bike. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cheap. It's, it's worth it. Yeah, it may, but if he's banned from the MCG, uh-huh. that, that would hurt a bit more. Yeah, sure. But yeah, 400 bucks, I reckon that's, that's kind of worth it. Like if someone's really shitting you. Yeah, I kind of and if balance you, up. If you beforehand just got a bit of a GoFundMe thing happening, <laughs> so you know, you go, I'm going to snap this bloke, I need, yeah. I need 380 bucks, <laughs> help me out. And then if you see it getting out to 300, you're like, I can, I can cover the last day. Yeah, sure, sure. Bang. Hey, um, uh, Hawthorne, Carlton, um, do you want to go together? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to start up a little GoFundMe page, hey, uh, Junk Timers. Are you a Port Adelaide fan looking for love? If you are, mm. Port Adelaide has the thing for you. So they haven't revealed too much about this, but they've got a bit of a kind of a dating thing they want to do at Port Adelaide. Are you a true believer looking for love? Have you wasted time and money on the, a romance only to discover your love interest is from the wrong side of Westlakes Boulevard? Mm. Well, never again. So they're, they're beginning some kind of... Matchmaking service? I think it is, yeah. Yeah, so we're kind of match up uh, Port Adelaide fans, I presume. Yes, presume yes, absolutely. That, yeah, yeah, all of the same kind, yeah. Um, so if you're an unlucky in love... Uh, oh, here we go. Their date will involve watching the match from an open-air corporate box. Mmm, open-air. That's pretty nice. How sophisticated. That's actually a really good... Like, even if you just say you didn't want to meet someone, I'd uh. just do it anyway to get into the box. Yeah, yeah, getting there to get the free food, get yeah. the party pies, beers. Yeah. Yeah, select a couple will meet for the first time at Adelaide Oval at a power game. Lovely. Yeah, that's kind of cool. And the dating competition has already received the seal of approval from power great Kane Corns. Oh, well, there you <laughs> go. Fucking hell. I'll tell you who'd really want to give it the seal of approval, Jack Watts. <laughs> if he goes, hey, I'll take care of it. You just see Wattsy up in the box. You go, mate, what are you doing up there? You're supposed to be on the ground. He's like, I'll be back out there. Because he knows about chemistry. He does. He knows a lot about it. He knows uh, he knows how to get the ladies, and he loves uh, swimming and sitting in the box. This is a nice one. Uh, this is from Kane Corns. This is cool. This is a mix between Married at First Sight, Bachelor, and Tinder. Mm. Only it's classy. Really? Yeah. How classy yeah. do you think it is? Well, Kane? you know what? You you don't know true love until someone has racially abused <laughs> an opposition player, and you're like, oh my god. Maybe that's are, how they. <laughs> we are meant to be. Maybe that's how they match them up. Yeah. They go have. <laughs> Have you ever considered throwing a banana at a game? Yeah. Have you put a racial post on Facebook? <laughs> yeah, that's how they meet. All the entrants are like, yep, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yep, yeah. yep. What about um, Max Gorn being bullied? Are you into that? I have not heard that. So he was basically, from the start of the game, uh, Port Adelaide just got into him, put him off his game. and Oh, that's cool. He had a shocker. Yeah, that's cool. So they got in his, got in his kitchen. They did get in his kitchen. Yeah, right in his shoebox, mate. That's interesting that he would be the one that you would target too. Well, I think they thought that West Coast did it in last year's prelim. Ah. So they took that. And also uh, Scott Lysette, who played for West Coast and now plays for Port, he would have come in and gone, fellas. You've got some stuff for you to yeah. talk about. Got some IP. Hey, you fucking, uh, you fucking wine bar shit, mate. Yeah. Hey, hey fucking. your fucking Jaffel fucking truck is fucking bullshit. Yeah. Uh, Mercury cider. It's the worst cider, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Big Maxi. You didn't handle it. But do you think he's got a case for like, that's like bullying in the workplace. Could he go to HR at half time? Who do you go to? Umpires? Yeah. Are they the boss of that? Yeah. And you just go, mate, I'm being... I'm being bullied I'm on the be- field. Yeah. yeah. And they go, what kind of things are they saying? And then you could sit down like you have mediation. Oh, yeah. Get the entire <laughs> entire port team. Yes. And Max Gorn. And Max. Yep. Just in a room. And you try and reach a... I feel a, like that could result in more bullying <laughs> by himself in front of 20 people. Well, that, that is true. But I just think that uh, he should have the opportunity to, you know, to 
solve the issues. Yeah, sure. Because sure. I, I don't condone bullying in the workplace. And also some of the things I imagine is not true, what they're saying to him. Therefore, he should be able to defend himself. Mm. So, no, that's not that's not how it happened. Yes. Let me tell you the full story. Yeah, mum has not done that. Yeah, no, that's that's besmirching my mother's name. <laughs> that is And disgusting. I'd like you to stop that. Yeah. So, that was a fucking great win by Port. And I'll tell you what, they looked good. They were um, running hard and... They played a completely different game than they did last year. So, yeah, sure. So change your opinion about Port. So I reckon Port are going to be all right this year. And also it's been five years since they've been all right. Yes. And therefore it's come around now. Yeah, like they got the new, new, new blood coming be through. Good again. Ken Hinckley said it was the best win he's been involved with. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Because um, he got very excited about a few wins last year, particularly the um, showdown. Oh, that's when right. he was holding up the fingers. Yeah. yeah. Zero one. Snicko, Adam. I think we need it, and we probably need it earlier than we got it. Yeah, gotcha. So they talk about bringing in kind of Snicko for hitting the post. Yeah. So if you've been familiar with cricket, Adam. I am. I have seen a game or two. And so the little noise that the ball may make mm. when it hits the post. When so it hits the bat. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. sorry. Um, they're bringing it in for the AFL, for the goalpost. How is that going to work? Like, at least on a cricket field, you are out in the middle of the ground, which is the quietest part of the, of the ground, yep. right? The goalpost... You're right. All you're going to hear on the coverage, goes, <laughs> you fucking punch- dumb cunt. It's <laughs> dude punching on. Yeah. Or just, so goes, I'll be back. Hey, <laughs> I've heard it only cost me three, $400. I'll be back and get you. You're just going to hear. You go to the ACM and they'll come back and you're fucked. Yeah. I'll, I'll fucking get you. So you're just going to have uh, so much noise around. Like if it's, if it's going for gold, people are going to be cheering. Yep. I just don't think the microphones are going to be able to pick up the sound of leather touching. Brushing? Yeah. Brushing like um, uh, foam. Yeah, sure, sure. The audio contained from the post will then be synchronised with the Hawkeye video feed to determine. So it's a combination of the audio and the visual. They're matching and it we, up. And we can't even get the, vis- the visual right. They can't get the visual right. Yeah. <laughs> so, and we can't even do that in less than like a minute. Yes. So now we can take five minutes yeah. to come and go, get like fucking headphones on, yeah. perfect in perfect studio <laughs> and just be like, in silence. Oh, yeah, I think it's okay. Yeah. Yeah, I can't hear that. And also, they're not even doing it at every ground. Well, that's the thing. Not every ground has the capability, which I don't understand. If you're an AFL ground and you've got posts, you yeah. have the capability to have microphones on there. Presumably so. I don't think Adelaide has like, you know, they when they did the renovations, they put certain microphones around the goalpost area going, this will come into place in the future. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But they say they'll, they'll do it at uh, Marvel, mm. MCG, Adelaide, Optus, venues such as Blundstone, um, Mars Stadium, Ballarat. <laughs> Well, I understand Ballarat not being over there. <laughs> they include the Shanghai Stadium. Did they really? <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> yeah, so they got Townsville, Darwin, you know, Alice Springs and Shanghai. Um, they won't have the technology. And you think about it, fucking China should have it. Yeah, they, they, they would. Technology, have. I think, in China. Have they asked Shanghai? Have they said, can you guys put microphones in the in the goalposts? They're like, oh, whoa, whoa, and they go, whoa, whoa. We've, already got, we've already got microphones in your hotel room. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, they're just like, hang on, Australia, you can't... T- don't tell me you're that far ahead in technology. You can put a microphone in a goalpost. That's really what fine. What about the Sydney grounds? They have not mentioned the Sydney grounds. So they talk about Category 1 and Category 2 venues. Okay. So Category 1 seemed to be MCG, Marvel, Adelaide, Optus. And mm-hmm. Yeah, no mention of the Sydney ones. Nothing at Canberra either. So that's disappointing. I, I th- you would want it like it would actually work down at Blundstone Arena because there's that end of the ground where the glass is like right behind the goals, oh, yeah, not and there's noise. no crowd behind mm-hmm. it. You know what I saw today? Um, it also work at Shanghai when there's no crowd around. <laughs> you don't even need the microphones; you can just hear it. <laughs> I saw today a goal umpire with a with whistle. 
Wait a second. So because he must be able to call it if you know the six 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 starting positions. Ah, uh, yeah. If you know the full forward isn't in the bot in the goal square. Yeah, yeah. That's I, good. I don't think I've seen that before in my life. No, they've got, huh. they've got fucking power now. A lot of talk with the six six six, Adam, that it will bring back the power forward. Mm. People talking about kicking a hundred goals for the first time in a long time since I wait. I would believe. But the only thing about that is if you don't get a mark straight out of that contest, mm. it just goes back to what it always was. Yeah. So yeah. And, I don't, and apparently it's one of the lowest scoring rounds of all time. Oh, okay. It's good. The AFL changed the rules Yeah, yeah. So it's tomorrow. done absolutely fuck all. Um, Bevo seems to be the most upset about the runners. Yeah. Do we have a real reason why they brought that rule in? Is but, it because it just didn't look nice? Yeah, the aesthetic. They didn't like it. And I think because, and I reckon this is when... Nick Maxwell was a GWS. He was feeling he was cheating. He was, cheating, he was fucking yeah. cheating, mm. yeah. And he should have been stripped of his um, mm. premiership medallion from 2010. So that's been going on for a long time, though. Yeah. And so they just went, we don't like the look of it, so we're going to ban it until after, you know, after goals. Yeah, okay. But Bevo was like, oh, I'd, you know, I'd rather be coaching St. Beads in the in VAFA. The VFA, yeah. Would you, would you, Bevo, would you be on the same fucking money <laughs> as that, Bevo? Would you really want to go back to the Amos? Yeah. Do the coaches get paid in the Amos? Uh, I reckon they would, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because and, players and, and, can't. Well, the players, uh, tap my nose, <laughs> can't. Uh, no, play, uh, coaches would get, yeah get paid, um, but and why can't you drink at the amateurs? What's what's the what's the go with that? Oh, that's a good question. I'm not really sure. That's silly. Well, maybe we can do an exchange if the AFL reneges on the runners' rule. Yep. Amos can renege on the alcohol rule. There you go. Yeah, we're not locked so, in. Yeah, maybe 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 that's why Bevo wants to go back. No drinking. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's sick of... Oh, because remember that lady that stopped him on the way down from Adelaide Oval? Yeah, yeah. He's, he's sick, she was probably of, pissed. Sick of being in the box and looking out in the crowd and going, you fucking degenerates. Yeah. But it would be really hard to know what to tell the runner at a certain point. Because say you go, mate, I want you to make this positional change. Yeah. And then there's not a goal for seven minutes. Yeah, for That's sure. like old news. No, no. And you're right. And like Bucks told us on the live show, hey, thank you people for coming along to a live show. We do appreciate it. He talked about it being maybe two or three minutes before you actually see a change. Yes. So to take that away from them. And what did you make of everyone using different systems to tell a player which players to come uh, off? Oh, yeah, the different pictures and the like. Yeah. yeah. And so that's right. Adelaide yesterday had a lightning bolt. Oh, okay. Gotcha. To go quick. Time uh-huh. to play quick. And that served them really well. But also, would that lightning bolt mean go quick? I think so. Or would it mean slow the game down? Like, do you think there'll be a bit of reverse... Oh, the old switch. We don't want to give away. Don't want to give away what the image is. So you think Hawthorne would have interpreted that to mean go quick? Well, I'm not sure. I'm not sure, but surely if you, yeah. you know, have a lightning bolt, you know, <laughs> the other team's going to maybe work interpret it, out. it some way. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Um, so next week, lightning bolt won't mean lightning bolt. Well, yeah, yeah. Lightning bolt means fat side of the ground this week. Maybe. Oh fuck! Then you're going to confuse players. Yeah, well, yeah, I know. Well, they're going to because if you start going fast, and they're like, "That means fat side this week." Yeah, like, sure. Fuck. And they'll be texting people emojis and be like, "Lightning bolt." I know what that yeah. means. That means you know, yeah. meet me in half an hour. Yeah, oh yeah. no, fuck no! <laughs> it means fat side. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just so weird that uh, the AFL give them those screens and then they don't work, and then each club has got their own like mm. hodgepodge system. Yeah, it seems really shitty. Yeah, yeah, it's a bit weird. Um, Do you t- think Snicker will be a success? Um, I think Snicker will be used very sparingly. Yeah, how often does a, 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 a ball brush the goalpost? And it's not obvious. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't change direction. You know, I think they brought it in because was it Josh Jenkins last year? Yep. Yep, they reckon he hit the post. Oh, he reckon he said it hit the post. Yeah, yeah. And you could kind of see it deviate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone might fucking miss that. Yeah, I don't think uh, it would have fucking knocked the uh, microphone off the... Um, 
Is it a very simple solution to bring two golem pies in? Isn't that part of like it's a bit expensive? Isn't mate. that part of the yeah? I don't know. I don't know one of the more that. simple ways to kind of get around these confusions. Well, because we've added, we always add an extra field umpires so we can cover everything. Yeah, more run, more boundary umpires and stuff. Yeah, would it be? People have been talking about two um, goal umpires for like forty years. Would it be great though? Like if you were there with your best mate, you two are goal umpires, and you'd just be fucking chatting all game. <laughs> How good would it be? Have a couple of have a couple of cans behind the goalposts. I mean, I, I've always felt bad for the goal umpire because they're all by themselves. Yeah. No and one to talk to. Imagine how much shit they'd hear over the fence. Yeah, that actually... Aim at the back of the head. That would hear some good stuff, yeah. Yeah, yeah. fuck yeah. And that's why... Okay, if you're going to put stump mic... Uh, stump mics. If you're going to put goalpost mics on the goalposts, then I say they're live. They're live and we hear everything that gets said over the, yeah. over the fence. And that way, you know, there's going to be some fruity things heard, but kids need to hear that shit. Mm-hmm. And I... I'm tuning into every game to hear that. Yeah, gotcha. There should be like, you know, in the cricket sometimes when you can tune into the stump mic. Yeah. Should be able to tune into the goalpost mic. I would love to hear what people are saying to James Sicily yeah. as he's about to kick out. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I think it just makes for a better game. I want to hear people getting into Jack Rewatt's kitchen. Yes. Hey, what about Alex Rance? That's a shame, isn't it? That's really... Like, even uh, as an opposition supporter, yeah. I was... Pretty devastated yeah. for him. He just went, no, oh, because like he's such a nice guy. Yeah, so handsome. It shouldn't happen to handsome people. No, no, you're Certainly right. Certainly, some ugly people that could have done their knees. No, that's right. I, uh, that's why I, uh, one of the reasons why I've never actually really seriously hurt myself. Yeah, because you're too handsome yeah, for it. I'm yeah. too pretty for it. And you think you know he has that bad luck? You know, Dan Hanbury's got to be rebuilt. It's just been a tough, tough opening round. Tough year for people. And uh, was it Tom Dito from Adelaide? He did his knee against the Hawkers yesterday. So we've mm. already had two ACLs. This early in the season. Do you think there should be an investigation? Maybe Gil should set something up, some kind of organisation. Mm. I think I think we need to re-investigate um, Lars. Yeah, okay. We need to get back to that. People have given up because Dale Morris apparently has done his ACL, but he said he's going to be back by June. Oh, God. Now, he had a partial tear in his ACL last year uh-huh. and they just let it heal naturally. Yeah, really? So oh. I think when it snaps completely in two, they've got to, you know, graft it. But... Dale, he's just like, no, mate, I'll grab my own. But even a thing I was hearing today, this morning, I think, on game day, mm. and they talked about how you can come back in about five or so, but then it's something like it heals, but then the cells then get rejected, and so you can come back, yep. but it won't be as strong as seven months. Oh, okay. Yeah, which I suppose... So it needs that extra two months. Yeah, yeah, so. but it's almost like the body kind of going, okay, we're nearly done, yep. and then almost like I've got to strip a bunch of paint off, yep. and then... New stuff comes back. Gotcha. Hmm. When I had my shoulder reconstruction, the uh, surgeon said to me at the four-month mark, and he said, we don't know why, the shoulder is at its absolute weakest. Huh. And he said, you need to be really cautious of it because he said, you can do something really innocuous like go to, you know, he said um, one of his uh, patients went to grab a kid. Yep. And their kid? Yes. Went to grab their kid and did his shoulder. Like shredded the reconstruction. Really? Had to go back under. Did he give the kid a jumper punch for? Yeah, absolutely. That's yeah. what he was doing. That's how he. That's how <laughs> he dislocated. Jumper punching a kid. Yeah. We'll wrap up shortly, Adam. But Tazzy, team in Tazzy, back on the menu. They talk about they want one. Well, sorry, this is a Caroline Wilson article. It's mm-hmm. not an official word from the AFL. Yeah. Talk about the idea of twenty twenty six being the year of the Tazzy Tiger. See, I, I don't think I think two teams out of Tazzy. Let's go all in. Go go straight. To, yeah, we have a team based in Launceston. They're, you know, they see regular football mm-hmm. and they seem to enjoy it. And then we have a team in Hobart. I can handle that. Imagine now, which, the derby. Which teams move? Oh, so you're not talking... I'm, I'm, I'm saying either way. It could be an original team or maybe a team moves. Yeah, okay. Well, 
Are you saying the Gold Coast Suns relocating to Tassie? Is that is that kind of the, the vibe? They'd be a prime candidate, wouldn't they? I would think so. Yeah. I mean, it'd be fun if Carlton did. We could all get behind that. We could really get around it, Adam. You think? <laughs> yeah. What Can't about if you just took... Um, Tasmanian Blues. The West Coast Eagles. Just for no reason. Yeah, that'd just be fun. You, you fucking... You got too much... We want to give Frio one town, one yeah, team yeah. town. It'd be fun just to, like shit a team. Just like, yeah, you know what? Uh, Collingwood. <laughs> yeah. Off you go. You go to Tassie. Tassie. See how that works out for you. See if your fans still rock <laughs> up. enough of you. Yeah, to your uh, 17,000 boutique <laughs> stadium. Do you think there should be a team in Tasmania? Uh, sustainable, yeah, I suppose. Yeah. They talk- I th- no, so I think they're, they're going with the wrong island. I think King Island. Yep, okay. I'm not sure how many people live on King Island, but imagine what that would do for King Island's um, tourism industry. Um, our listeners might be able to help us out with this, but isn't the idea that Tasmania and Long- uh, Hobart and Launceston hate each other, therefore Hobart people won't barrack for a Launceston team and the other way around? It's the Bogues and... Cascade. Cascade. The war. The war all over again. Yeah. You don't want that, do you? Uh, so do you, do you put it in the middle of Tasmania or do you go somewhere else? Do you go to like Swansea on the, on the West Coast and just go, we're just putting a fucking team here? Just like, don't even, I don't want to talk about this. Port Arthur. It's got a really bad rep, but you put a football team down there. Yeah, it'll change the place around. Yeah, exactly. All of a sudden people are like, oh no, it's not that bad. <laughs> they've just got to they've got to think you know they've got to think more broadly there are about 91,000 members in Tasmania already of AFL clubs okay so they AFL says they want them to have 50,000 members if they're going to be an, an option uh, so how do they gauge that do they say let us know if you're going to be a member for a Tasmanian team because you know I would say that I would hazard a guess that the Gold Coast do not have 50,000 members I'd get I'd have a sneaking suspicion <laughs> that they haven't quite got there yet they haven't had 50,000 people come through the gates yeah I think they want the government to cough up about $40 million if they want to do it. I think they should. It's a, mate, it's the place to be. You go down to the footy, you go to Mona, you you know have some lovely fresh oysters. Mm-hmm. It's, I go think, to um, Salamanca Market Yeah, on the Sunday. There's a lot of things to do down in, in Hobart now. So I think, I think uh, having a football team is just the logical next step. Hey, should we do a couple of footballers in real life, Adam? Before we do, can we just quickly talk on... Uh, so, uh, as we record this, North Melbourne are playing Fremantle in the West. Um, Harley Bunnell got himself in a little bit of a little bit of trouble. A little bit of a brouhaha. Yeah, he was caught up in a police investigation following a physical altercation with a bikey in the crowd at a pre-season match. Mm-hmm. So this is in the age. They say they understand that Bunnell, when walking back to the crowd from the bathrooms in the JLT2 clash, was accosted by several men, one of whom is a member of the Coffin Cheaters. That's a lovely name, isn't it? The Coffin Cheaters. If you're going to join a group, mm. Coffin Cheaters, like it's quite an uh, extraordinary concept. Yes. The idea that you're, you're going to willingly join a group mm. where... Well, you defy death. Well, yeah, there's the idea that you kind of end up in a coffin. Yeah. But your group is so good that you will avoid that coffin. Yes. You're therefore a coffin cheater. Yeah. <laughs> and I would, I, would, uh, I would say that you probably don't want to get involved in a physical altercation. With a coffin cheater? With a coffin cheater. <laughs> yeah, that's not high on my list. That's like if I'm coming back from uh, injury and one of the things, like they say, you know, do your rehab, make sure you stretch, don't have run-ins with coffin, coffin cheaters. cheaters. Like did, did Frio put that on the list? Like maybe it wasn't Harley Bunnell's fault. No, no. And I think there's no talk that he actually knew who the guy was. No. Yeah, yeah. It's just the guy happened to be a coffin cheater in the in the crowd. Yeah. 
And I think that's even uh, scarier that if you have a run-in with... You're very a, unlucky, aren't you? <laughs> to have if a run-in. Yeah, it's like there's a bloke, maybe with a big bloke, maybe with a few tats, whatever. Mm, yeah. Stuff on the neck, whatever. Probably patched up. Yeah, yeah. And he might be wearing a leather jacket. With yeah, the, with yeah. coffin chairs. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But you're unfortunate to yeah, have mate, him reach just, out to you. It's just bad luck. <laughs> it really it's is. It's just one of those things that happens. You find out afterwards. Like, he's like, oh, by the way, that guy, um, yeah, had, had the verbal stash with Oh, yeah, he, what about him? He's a coffin cheater. Oh, okay. What do they do? Um, they cheat coffins uh, <laughs> okay. and make meth. Yeah. <laughs> no, we don't want to get into a, a slinging match with the coffin cheaters. <laughs> Fucking hell. We love them. <laughs> Uh, from Lockie, I've witnessed a, witnessed a rare footballers in real life sighting in Canberra, home of the low dog politicians. At the time of writing, it is the night before the Giants' second JLT game against the Crows, and a mate and I went to see Captain Marvel, the latest Marvel money printer. And who do we spy with our little eyes? None other than AFLX Premiership player Lockie Whitfield, alongside GWS teammates Adam Kennedy and Sam Reid. Taking our seats in the Dendy Theatre for the 8.15 session, we spotted the trio sitting at the front of the theatre. That's a bit close. Don't get too far, right? Yeah, well, I'd, I'd worry about their necks. Uh, perhaps trying to avoid the notice of the passionate AFLX fans like myself. Yep. The boys stuck around through all the credits to see the post... Oh, I, I won't give a spoiler. Not, not, not a spoiler, but like there's... Something that happens at the end of the credits, yeah, is there? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so they're clearly familiar with Marvel flicks. Uh, though I considered it greatly, I did not hit Wacky Woodfield with a signature rampage horn, <laughs> rampage horn <laughs> celebration. Hey, well, as they passed them away. That. Yeah, sick. Uh, another one. This is actually a nice one. Not really footballers in real life, but from David here. Uh, hi, I'm David. I'm from Perth. Just to let you know that I'm listening to the preseason live show in the North Desert of Ethiopia. I'm currently We're big there. I, I think. Uh, I know you sound surprised, mate, but we are massive in the north of Ethiopia. Ethiopia? South fucking hate us. Uh, I'm currently lying under the stars with a nomadic group trying to hold back laughing out loud. That's nice. That's uh, quite incredible. Um, I offered to buy them some junk time stubby holders, but they just seemed confused. I think those people need to be introduced to the Gatorade Bukaki. <laughs> yeah. If anything, we can offer. Yeah, exactly. To the world. Yeah, if we can take to the nomadic tribes of Ethiopia. Yeah, the idea, the concept of a Gatorade Bukaki. <laughs> Why don't we wrap it up, Adam? Well... Mate, I've got to get prepared. I've got a grand final to prepare for. You really do. It's very exciting. Yeah. It's really cool. Mate, and they said Conference B was shit house, and it truly was, but we managed to get through to the grand final. Carlton's AFLW team is in the grand final against uh, the Adelaide Crows, who smashed Geelong. 73-7. to 7. Yeah. I'm actually looking to see if they've announced where the actual grand final will be. Yes, it's going to be in Adelaide next Sunday. There at, we go. I think it was 1 o'clock... Australian Eastern Daylight Saving Time. Yeah, cool, man. Feeling grand final. First time in a while, man. But, well, you know, we won a few uh, Wizard Cups back in the day. Yeah, so, sure, sure, know, sure. We're, we're used to silverware yeah. in, the, in, the, in the cupboard. But, um, yeah, it's going to be fantastic. I imagine Adelaide would start uh, pretty, pretty hot favourites. Hot favourites. But, you know, Carlton have done really well. I mean, they bloody wooden spooners last year, mate. Yeah, now, yeah. Now we're playing off in the big dance. I love the idea that you guys got into a grand final by, by default. Well, it's like when we beat Richmond when we didn't make the, uh, yeah, yeah. the finals that year. We'll take it any way we can, my friend. Mate, we finished top on Conference B. What more you do did. you want? You did. No, full credit. Full Thank credit. You. Full credit. We're going to hit the road. We are Junk Time for Pod at Gmail, Facebook, and on Twitter. We're going to see you later. And Instagram. Oh, yeah, and Instagram too. Don't forget our Instagram. Get on there. We, we, 
we do drop in and out of Instagram, but um, we're we're trying to be we're trying to be dedicated, putting up amusing posts. So <laughs> so keep checking those out. Oh yeah, that's right. Because I met Mick Malthouse last last Wednesday. Oh fuck, we're going back again. Here we go. Okay, another story at the front bar. Yeah, gotcha. What do you do? What do you do? You walk up to him, and say you fucking. You fucking low dog. I got a photo taken with you. Oh, I was that's like, a bit I different. love you. I love what you did to my club. I think you're a great coach, and good on you for bringing Daisy across. And what was the interaction with him? Like, how'd you? How'd uh, you you know what? I actually had a really good chat to him about. Um, the, remember the lace up jumpers that mm-hmm. Richmond tended to wear. I remember them being on Richmond players more. And so he just told us about the lace ups. Yeah. And how they were made of like a canvas, and then inside was like a woolen liner. And when it got wet, it got really heavy. Uh-huh. And he said and they wouldn't dry out. So you'd just be like lugging extra couple of kgs around with you. And then he said then it would start to shrink, so it'd get it even tighter. And he said by the end of the season, they were just the worst things in the world to wear. That was a bit manky. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. they, yeah they stunk and they just yeah shrunk. And uh, did you ever bring up the fact that you've called him a low dog cunt on this show about 55 times? I Didn't come may up? Have, <laughs> I don't think so. I can't. I can't remember every bit of our interaction, <laughs> but uh, no, I don't. I don't remember saying. And that you to had him. a pleasant shot with him. Pleasant time with him. Yes, we. He was. Uh, he was lovely. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, he's a weird. He's a weird dude. You reckon? Yeah. Yeah, I do. I do. But uh, yeah, what, he was. He was good what on. What gave show. you that impression? Uh, just you know, just something I picked up over the years. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna hit the road. Go Hawks. Go Blues. Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.